to the Raise Your Energy podcast. My name is Linda Lange and I'm your host and energy expert. In this episode, we talk about being triggered by other people or by situations. I have been asked this question a few times recently about how to stop being emotionally triggered all the time. So we will first take a step back and see what being triggered actually means and why it even happens. And you will find out the first but most important step on how to stop being triggered. So stay tuned. the third person asked me recently how to stop being triggered by what other people say or do, I decided to turn the answer to this question into this podcast episode. And before we get to the answer of that question, let's first look at what it actually means being triggered. For you to be able to identify that you're being triggered in a moment means you already have an awareness of yourself and an understanding of that trigger actually happening. So I first want to take a step back and invite all of you to raise your awareness that you're being triggered. You might just not know it yet. So let's start. First, let me clarify that we are all being triggered. It is a very normal situation and it is part of everyday life. And being triggered by positive emotions and memories is fine. We can live with that very well. For example, the smell of freshly baked cookies that reminds us of a wonderful Christmas time. Or a song that is playing on the radio or on our playlist that makes us feel young and energetic because it reminds us of when we went out dancing when we were teenagers. So these are examples of triggers that create emotions that we want more of. What we want to let go of are these triggers that create harmful emotions inside of us like anger, guilt, frustration, fear, anxiety and many more. But why are we being triggered? Being triggered means that you have an emotional reaction inside of you due to something in your environment happening outside of you. So something or someone in your outer world affects your emotional state, affects your inner world. And at that moment, when we are triggered, we are not consciously controlling this emotional reaction, but it's rather like a software program in our subconscious mind that is being switched on and runs an automatic program. So you suddenly feel this less than nice feeling inside of you. And then, of course, here it comes the accompanying thoughts that support these feelings even more. For example, something triggered an emotion of anger inside of you and your mind starts then to create these thoughts like, oh, I'm so angry. Why does this just keep happening to me? Oh, this makes me so angry. <laughs> and all of these thoughts begin to make you feel even angrier. 
A trigger connects you with a memory or an experience from your past. You might not even consciously be aware or remember that memory that is being activated through that trigger. But because it is stored in your subconscious mind and in your body, as soon as something is similar to that memory in your environment, it is triggered and begins to bring up that same emotion you felt when the memory was initially created. Make sense? Triggers can be really anything that happens in your environment. It can be something that you taste, something that you see, something you hear or smell. It can be something that somebody says or how they say it. It can be a specific sound or a piece of music. And sometimes several things start to come together and they come very close to that memory of what happened in the past. And when it comes close to that memory, it triggers that same emotion. That memory is being triggered and the body believes it's in that same past experience, in that same situation when the memory was created and therefore it activates the same kind of emotion again. So let me give you an example of how that actually works. The first person to ask me about triggers was actually a student in my change program that I run. And he asked me how he can stop himself from being annoyed by his brother-in-law. Every time he would see his brother-in-law, he would get irritated. And every time he even just thinks about his brother-in-law, he gets annoyed. But with his analytical mind, he knows that his brother-in-law is not that irritating, not that annoying. So his emotional reaction to his brother-in-law does not even make sense to him. You see, he has already that awareness that there is an emotional trigger and that it is not logical. And because it creates that negative emotion inside of him every time, he asked me how he can overcome it. He doesn't want this feeling to happen every time he sees his brother-in-law. Obviously, that creates tension in their relationship and actually in the whole family dynamic. So I explained to him that his brother-in-law is just a trigger of something, something else or someone else that irritated him in the past. It could be that the brother-in-law reminds him of someone else or the way he speaks, maybe the tone of his voice or the choice of his words. Anything can come together and remind him of someone else or a past experience where he felt a strong emotion of being annoyed. And the perfect indicator for the brother-in-law just being a trigger is that my student realized that his emotional reaction is not really justified. It shows that there is a memory being triggered instead of the brother-in-law really truly being the issue here. Now, in this case and similar situations, it is not always necessary to find out exactly what that memory was when it was created or that incident. If you can find it out, 
great because it can really help you to give you a better perspective or understand the current situation. But it is not necessary to find that out for you to be able to stop that trigger from happening. So great news. But let me get back to the concept of triggers so you can actually identify them better for yourself. One of the most important things to understand is that what triggers you and creates a strong emotional reaction inside of you doesn't trigger the person standing next to you. Why is that? You might have heard this quote before, we don't see the world as it is, we see it as we are. It means that we see the world through a lens of who we are. And that includes our past experiences, all of our beliefs, the behaviors that we have, our attitudes to life, and so many more things. All of these create our personality, our identity, and we look at the world through the lens of our personality. This means that someone else with a different past, different upbringing and different life experience will look at the same world that you're looking at with a different pair of glasses. We just don't see things for what they truly are, We see them for what we want them to be, and that can be good and that can be bad, whatever suits us at that moment. Make sense? And you might be asking yourself now, well, why is it important to understand that? It explains to you when you are triggered by something and you begin to feel outraged or upset or angry or frustrated. You might feel hopelessness, anxiety or fearful that the person standing next to you having the same experience is not being triggered and does not feel these emotions. Maybe they feel something similar, but not to the level of intensity that you are feeling. Does this make sense to you? Someone could be triggered by something that is happening to you too, but you're not triggered. Or you might be triggered and someone else in the same situation is not. Understanding this can make your life so much easier. It can help us understand ourselves better. It can help us manage our triggers and our emotional outbursts. And it can help us see the same in other people when they are being triggered. This means we can act differently when we see someone being triggered and reacting emotionally quite out of proportion. Another important aspect of being triggered is that you can have different scenarios, different people, different situations triggering the same emotion inside of you. You might think removing yourself from a person that keeps triggering you will help you feel less angry or frustrated with them. Or you might think going not anymore to a certain place stops you from feeling a certain way. But it doesn't work like that. The memory with its emotion remains inside of you and you will be triggered again just by another person, another situation, another place. 
changing your outside environment might stop the triggering happening for a little while, but it will return at some point. When we make these changes in our lives or our relationships, we don't really realize that that's what we're doing. We are not yet aware that we are being triggered due to a past memory or emotion inside of us. So we think the reason for our emotion is the incompetent colleague, the unfair boss, the misbehaving child, or the stubborn parent. We believe that they are the reasons why we feel that way. And by either changing them or even removing them from our life, we have dealt with them and this feeling will disappear. You know, that's what I thought for the longest time as well. For the longest time in my life, I was changing jobs a lot. I was trying to fix a feeling inside of me by changing jobs, by changing companies, by changing employers, by changing teams, always looking for something to make these feelings inside of me stop. And for a while it worked, but they would always come back. And every time they would come back quicker. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I bet you do. The same happens with triggers. But if we understand now that we are being triggered and that this is happening due to something inside of us instead of outside of us, we can change it. You can change all of your triggers and you can change and stop being triggered all the time. As you can imagine, the first step and most important one is awareness. The most important act is realizing that you're being triggered and that your emotional reaction is not comparable to what is happening outside of you. When you realize that this feeling is coming up again and again and you begin to ask yourself why, when you ask yourself why you keep reacting so emotionally to something or someone. And when you start to question if this is a normal reaction or something that you want to keep occurring in your life. That is truly the most important point for you to begin to liberate yourself from being triggered in your life once and for all. Now that you know how you can be triggered, I offer you to give your life a good assessment. Where are you being triggered? Where are feelings and emotions that you rather want to have less of in your life? While listening to me speaking for the last 10 minutes or so, what kind of examples came up in your mind? What did I remind you of? And be honest and open with yourself. The closer you look at yourself in the situation and at your life, the more you will see. If you are truly interested in being less triggered by other people or other situations, then you want to look closer. And if you are ready to go even deeper, then come and join us in the Change Your Mind Create New Results program. You will learn the step-by-step process 
to be able to let go of these emotions and therefore these triggers happening in your life. I can tell you from my own experience and from former students how much your life can change once we have the right tools to liberate ourselves from all of these triggers happening in our lives. And removing these triggers from your life will give you so much more energy, so much more capacity for more important and most certainly for something more fun in your life. It has truly been one of the most magical tools for me to learn and implement into my life. And you can learn it too. You can find the links to find out more about the program and how to sign up in the show notes or under the video. So thank you so much for listening. It has been such a pleasure sharing this topic with you today because I truly believe that this can change your life for the better. And with that, I love you and leave you. Talk soon and bye-bye.